Hello. Hey, John, Sid. Hey, Sid. Thanks for calling. Yeah, no problem. What's going on? Oh, I'm sick of hanging sheetrock in my basement. You got something going on? You want to do something? You want me to do something? Sure. I'm, I'm, I'm game for something. Let's get busy. A Midwestern Life, starring John Parks and Sid Smacka. What's black and white and red all over? How's the weather out there? You know, it's kind of a little road day, not too, not too. It was sunny, partly cloudy. I could probably find something to do outside, you know? Won't yeah. be long, we'll be mowing grass. How about you? You say you're gonna kick my ass? Not today. <laughs> no, I said we're gonna mow some grass. Oh, mow some grass. Yeah, well, it's a looks like it's a nice day for doing that. Bright and sunny out. So the answer to our lead-in question is what's black and white and red all over? Well, the traditional answer is, of course, the newspaper. You, you know, I went to a Catholic school and the answer for us was <laughs> a nun falling down the stairs. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, you know, I always thought of, of you, Jan, as a great, a great teller of jokes. I mean, I hear a joke, and immediately I forget it. I could seldom ever repeat it back to anyone. Even if I thought it was the funniest joke I'd ever heard. But you, you've always got a joke ready to tell. Well, I think I got it from my father. I guess I've always had a pretty good joke vocabulary. You know, I always wondered if your joke vocabulary and your recall had anything to do with the fact that you work construction? Yeah, I, I guess construction probably honed my joke skills, my repertoire, as, as you will. Certainly heard a lot of jokes on the job site on a daily basis, and it was always a way to connect with subcontractors and customers. Yeah. Yeah, how, uh, well, I, I guess, how are you able to, how do you think you're able to remember them so readily? Or, Well, for me, it's always been about the punchline. And there's one other thing that's certainly important in joke telling. And that is? Timing. Well, I did some research uh, on this, uh, jokes. And I Googled, why do some people remember jokes? and others can't. And I found a great article titled, In One Ear and Out the Other, by Natalie Angier, in the science section of the New York Times online, dated March 16th, 2009. It's a lengthy article, but I'd like to quote one or two paragraphs. Okay, but are they funny? Because I'm always looking for a new joke. I don't know if they're funny, but they're informative about being funny. And I quote uh, from Miss Angier's article, quote, like many people, I can never remember a joke. 
I hear or read something hilarious, I laugh loudly enough to embarrass everybody else in the library, and then I instantly forget everything about it, everything except the fact, always popular around the dinner table, that, hey, I heard a great joke today, but now I can't remember what it was. Man, that's so me. Well, you know, people are always trying to remember, how did the joke start? But for me, it's the punchline. That's really the key. Yeah, and I think the article deals with that a little bit. But let me quote one more short section further down her article. And she delves into the underlying architecture of memory for several paragraphs. But I'm only going to quote a snippet from her article related to music and memory, and then jump to a paragraph that hit the nail on the head. So here we go. Again, from Natalie Angier's article, quote, a simple melody with a simple rhythm and repetition can be a tremendous mnemonic device, unquote. And then she uses the example of the ABC song to teach kids the alphabet, A, B, C, D, E, F, so on and so forth. Well, that works for my simple mind. I thought it would. <laughs> but uh, what really stood out for me was the following excerpt from her article. And I again quote, really great jokes, on the other hand, punch the lights out of do, re, me. They work not by conforming to pattern recognition routines, but by subverting them, unquote. And then she quotes Robert Provine, a professor of psychology at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County. And he's the author of Laughter, a scientific investigation. And I quote Mr. Provine, jokes work because they deal with the unexpected, starting in one direction and then veering off into another. What makes a joke successful are the same properties that make it difficult to remember, unquote. Yeah, I think that's a great way to describe a good joke. Yeah, unfortunately, it's not as funny as a good joke, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just remarkable, the whole science of telling jokes and, la and laughter, what makes us laugh. But what I, what I really wanted to do today, uh, John, was to get you to share one or two of your favorite jokes. And then if we have time, I might see if I remember any of my jokes. Sure. Well, let's start with a parrot joke. We started with parrots in the first episode, so let's keep going with the parrot theme. This man uh, decides that his family needs a companion at the dinner table. So he goes out and buys this parrot at the store, at the pet store, and he brings it home and they're sitting around the table one night and the parrot starts talking. And at first it's okay, but then all of a sudden it's throwing all these obscenities into the discussion. And the guy goes over and tells the parrot to shut up, which the parrot does. But a few minutes later, 
it starts back up with, you know, swearing like a sailor. He again tells the parrot to quiet down. The parrot does. Third time, the parrot starts up again, and the guy says, look, one more time, and you're going to pay the price. And the parrot's quiet for a while, but finally can't contain itself and bursts into a string of obscenities. That guy said, that's it. You've had it. He goes and he reaches in the cage. He grabs the parrot, goes out into the garage where he's got a, a chest freezer, and he throws the parrot in the freezer. And he stands there by the freezer and he counts to 10. And finally opens up the freezer and grabs the parrot. And the parrot says, I'm sorry. And the guy says, well, no more swearing or this is where you're going to be. And the parrot says, what did the turkey say? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Good joke. That's not, that's not my funniest joke, but it's a clean one. So the other one, the other one I thought I'd tell is the woman that had a schnauzer. This is a pet joke. Uh, this so is she, a, do a dog. A dog. A is pet joke. Yeah. A, a schnauzer. A schnauzer. Right. So she takes her dog to the vet because the the dog's scratching at its ears. I can relate to that. My Springer often scratched at his ears. So she gets to the vet and uh, the vet kind of clips the hair around the dog's ears and then she cleans them out. And she says, you know, you should probably apply Nair to this dog's ears once, once a month. So she goes to the, to the pharmacist afterwards and, and she says, uh, yeah, I would like uh, a bottle of Nair. And the pharmacist grabs the bottle and he brings it back to the counter and he says, well, you know, I just want to warn you that if you're using this under your arms, you probably shouldn't shave there for at least a week. And she said, well, I'm not using it under my arms. And he said, oh, okay, well, if you're using it on your legs, again, I would, I would refrain from shaving for at least a week. And she said, well, if you must know, I'm not using it on my legs, I'm using it on my schnauzer. And he says, oh, well, in that case, I would stay off a bicycle for at least a week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you were going there, John, and boy, we may have to edit that one out. Anyways, could have been schnauzer, I was thinking nose too. I was also thinking nose. The only joke I can remember, there's this guy, who is, uh, his wife likes him to be home early, likes him, you know, wants him, doesn't want him hanging out at night very often uh, if he goes out for a drink after work. So he gives his wife a call, of course, one evening and says, honey, you know, uh, I'll be home a little late. Uh, I'm going to go out with the guys and have a drink. And she says, all right, you know, but just, you know, make sure you get home in time and don't, don't overdo it. So he goes out with his pals. And uh, they're drinking, they start doing shots, and he's just really, really drunk. He's overdone it. And it, I mean, so much so that he gets sick and he throws up and it's all over his shirt. He's just despondent and he's telling his buddies, man, if I go home like this, man, my wife is going to kill me. They're going to kill me. And one of the guys uh, gives him a tent and, you know, kind of gingerly puts it in his top pocket and says, hey, you know, just tell her that some guy, some other guy threw up on you and he gave you the 10 bucks to clean your shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
the party breaks up, the guy gets home, comes in the house, the wife's just arranged, what the, you know, didn't I tell you to get home early? And, and, and you smell of booze all over the place and your shirt is, is it's just a mess. And he says, no, 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 just go in my pocket, take the money out of my pocket. He said, what, what are you talking about? She reaches in the pocket, grabs whatever's in there, and he says, yeah, yeah, uh, the 10 bucks, is, that's from a guy that uh, he threw up all over my shirt and he gave me 10 bucks to have it dry clean. And the wife says, yeah, yeah, okay, I see the 10 bucks, but what's the 24? That's from the guy who crapped into my pants. That's a dirty joke, man. That's really dirty. That's kind of dirty. But here, I got, here's my other joke. Knock, knock. Who's there? A Midwestern life. Yeah, right. A Midwestern life who? Well, A Midwestern life returns again next week. And another nod to In One Ear and Out the Other Mind. Natalie Angier in the science section of the New York Times online. Dated March 16th, 2009. So did we learn anything in this episode? I learned how frozen turkeys came to be. Next week, Sid and I reenact scenes from some same famous action movies. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>